Welcome to Awake to Oneness Radio. I am Caroline Chang, your host. The mission of Awake to Oneness Radio is to inspire the world to awaken to the universal truth of oneness. Science is teaching us that all life, all matter is interconnected and that for eons, spirituality and ancient wisdom has been teaching us this truth, that all life is connected. So meaning we are all one. So what you do to another person, you're literally doing to another aspect of yourself. And when mankind awakens, to the universal truth of oneness, there will be peace on earth. Today's show topic is Awaken to Peace and Joy with Greg Villarubia. And I believe I said that correctly. <laughs> uh, hi, thank you so much, Craig, for being with us. Craig is on the big island of Hawaii, and I'm on the East Coast, so we're, we're six hours difference in time, but it's early morning there, it's early afternoon here. But thank you so much, Craig, for being with us today. So please... Um, share with our listeners. I discovered you on YouTube. I discovered your YouTube channel. And as soon as I, I was like, oh, I got I to gotta invite him on the show. And you said yes, and I'm so thankful. Thank so. you for uh, inviting me. It's a joy to be here with you and to, um, I can't think of anything more, um, more joyful than, than sharing these teachings of love. So thank you. Yes. And you said it. You said it. It's all about that one word, love. That's the truth. Truth, love, oneness, those words are interchangeable. They, they mean the same thing. Yes. So, so true. So please, now I have followed you a little bit with your YouTube channel and on your website. So I know a little bit about you. And I've had many guests that have come to their awakening through A Course in Miracles. Many of my dear friends, Dove Fishman, many of my dear friends are uh, teachers of the course. I personally have not studied the course, but I, I resonate completely with the course. So please share with our listeners your journey, you know, your path, how you got to be where you are today. Yeah, I think... Um... I think all of us have a desire to be happy. And I, like everybody else, have um, always wanted to find happiness. And as far as ba far back as I, I can remember, I've always searched for happiness in the ways that um, we've been taught, you know, that, you know, from a child, I remember, you know, going to a good school or picking a, a, a career. I remember as a young child, it was always, you know, what are you going to be when you, when you, when you grow up? And, and, and I, I remember that question often being like, what? Like, I have to decide now? Like, what? what? Like, it, it just kind of like, I just remember not really knowing how to answer it. And then, um, and then answering it, you know, I remember I wanted to be an architect. And, and so I was going to go to school to be an architect. A architect and you know I, I was told you know or I learned quickly that life was about growing uh becoming an adult and getting married and and all that stuff and having kids and a family and so as I became an adult none of that was coming into uh fruition I didn't become an architect I didn't like the classes um I, um, I happened to be gay so I wasn't in the stars for me to to get married and have kids so it, it was so I had to reconcile how um 
the way of the world or the world's definition of happiness and how that was to, to, to be manifested in my experience, I had to reconcile that that wasn't working. But I tried really hard. And so I looked for it in relationships. Um, I looked for it in money. Um, there were a lot of ways that I've searched out for happiness, but nothing ever works. And I think we all come to a point um, or many of us, not perhaps not all of us, but many of us come to a point in our life where we realize there's got to be something bigger than this. There's got to be something deeper and more to life. Um, and I want to know what that is. And I mm-hmm. want to, um, I don't want to suffer. I want happiness. And so that really is the start of the search. And for me, that meant um, learning, I was a hypnotherapist, so I learned about the mind, and um, I remember being um, inspired by motivational speakers, and so the journey started off with this learning about the mind and behavior, and then that became, started to go deeper into um, you know, what I would say is spirituality, the idea that there is a, a source, um, the idea that there's um, an undefined um, awareness within us. Um, that's not subject to uh, the, 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 the pain of the world. Um, and at the same time, as I was exploring metaphysics, um, A Course in Miracles fell in my lap. And the course is basically a tool. It is a uh, training tool or a mind training tool that really, you know, when you, there's, you know, 365 lessons, there's a whole textbook with theology, but the, the lessons are a meditative um, affirmation, if you will, or, or, or training. And all it, what it's really doing is it's withdrawing our attention or investment in our ego or what we define ourselves to be in this world. So in this world, you know, I see myself as, as Craig and, you know, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm a Course in Miracles student and teacher. I, I'm married. I, I live in Hawaii. That may be true and relative to this uh, worldly experience that we're having. Um, but there's a deeper truth that the Course talks about, which is I'm an extension of God or I'm an extension of Source. Yes. And by definition, God is omnipotent, eternal loving, um, whole, there's, there's nothing that, that God does not touch, uh, everywhere, um, peace, love, joy, er, every attribute that you can think of, of what we think of, of God. And regardless of what our religion is or what our spiritual training is, we can probably agree on many of the attributes of what we think God is. And, Knowing that we are an extension, or in Christian language, we would say a son of God, knowing that we are extension or part of God, we too share in those attributes. And so the journey, uh, in A Course in Miracles, the journey is really a journey back to remembering the deeper truth of who and what we are, which is children of God. We're spirit. We're joined with source and we share in those attributes. We share in eternal eternal life. We share in love. We share in omnipotence. But because in this worldly experience, we've been conditioned and adapted this idea 
that we are um, separate beings. Um, and that's not to say that that's not the appearance, because there is an appearance. There's an appearance yes. of you know, me sitting over here and you in New York and me waking up early and you having in the afternoon. There's all these appearances. And that's fine. That's beautiful. But beyond that appearance or deeper than that appearance is really reality. The appearance is just an appearance. In reality, um, who and what we are safe and sound. And when we think we are the, the person or the separate self that's capable of separating from God, that's capable of separating from love, when we think we're that, then we are subject to the laws of that. In other words, if I think I'm a physical body, and therefore, if I think I'm Craig, I am limited to a physical body and to Craig. And guess what? Craig makes mistakes. Craig's not perfect. Craig um, is certainly has a limitation in this world because he's going to die at some point. Craig hurts. Craig um, is subject to disease. Now, these are all things that are not part of what are God's attributes. God's not subject to disease. So it must be that who I think I am as Craig is not the full story. That's not to deny the experience that Craig has. It's not to pretend that there aren't things that sometimes, you know, jump out at me as a worry and I get worried or it's not to pretend that, you know, if I have a, a headache, I may take an aspirin. It's not, it's not to pretend that the appearances are, are not happening, but it's to do self inquiry and question what I've assumed about who and what I am so that as I question it, um, an answer can come through. You know, when we don't, when we don't question um, and we operate only on our assumptions, um, we don't allow for a widening in our perspective. And that's why the word awaken or awake is so useful because that's really what it is. It's like you're, you're opening, we are opening up to a bigger perspective of who and what we are so that we can see, like you were saying, we're all one. We want to see our connectedness. So, so once we see our connectedness, once we have an ex- experience of connective, connective, connectedness, then maybe we can let go of the worry. Maybe we can let go of the fear of each other. We can let go of our pretense with each other. We can now embody all of what, peace and love and joy is right because peace and love and joy doesn't you know there's no pretense in 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 joy and love there's no fear in love you can't have it it just doesn't work it's it's like oil and 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 water love is the love is absent of fear and so that's really um my has been my journey has been my desire to to um find peace and joy. And what I've learned from the course um, is to um, take responsibility for my mind and what's going on in my mind. And through these lessons, train my mind to begin to see the world differently. And the course teaching has really changed my life. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the life worldly life journey is is always continually unfolding you know so I, I say that only because it's not like you know a lot of times as i remember for me as i was going through this journey or as i st- still am on this journey um 
I remember thinking, you know, I'll get to a point in time where it'll be, you know, I'll be enlightened and um, everything will be perfect. And, and what I've come to realize is that, and, and it goes back to what you were talking about, you were talking a lot about the presence and, and now, and the, and, and the reality is, is that right now we are enlightened. The question is, are we aware of it? So true. And the awareness of it is always going to be right now where we, where we recognize, you know, there's, this is beautiful. Here we, we're joining, we're, we come with a common purpose. You know, there's no, you know, you're talking about how, you know, your interviews are basically, um, you allow them to flow. There's no yes. pre questions. We don't know. I don't know what I'm going to say the next minute. <laughs> I don't know what your next question is going to be. I don't know if anybody's going to like this interview. <laughs> but none of that matters. Exactly. And see, that's where the joy comes from. The joy comes from letting go of, oh, yes. you know, of, of our need to think about what the next move is going to be. Exactly. Or where the next, you know, what is, what's the next thing to be fearful of? Yes, so and, true. And, and, and I realize also, because I don't want to downplay the, um, you know, the challenges as well. You know, and I, and I you know, you, you, I'm doing this interview at a time where I've just come from being very humbled. You know, you know one of the things that, you know, for me, I'm learning too is, um, well, one, the point I, I was trying to make was simply that, you know, there isn't a place and time where where one all of a sudden is you know free uh well happiness is not in the future so um as a spiritual aspirant i always used to think one day in the future i will quote unquote get it and i will be happy what i've come to learn is that that is not true it is right here for us with the willingness to be present and it will make itself known happiness is what we are we just need to remove the blocks. The other piece of it is, for me, that I'm realizing, is the, 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 the nugget of this message, the, um, the power of this message doesn't belong to me. So I've recently been through the last couple of months really being humbled because I, Craig, the ego, um, could see how even in my teaching, um, there was a sense of ownership as if I knew something and, and life is so perfect in the sense that, you know, whenever we think we know something, you know, I know something spiritual, I've come so far, <laughs> I, you know, look at me, you know, I'm, you know, you know, once, yeah. you know, and, and, and there's nothing wrong with that because that's part of the process. That's how we learn. Um, but what I'm sharing is basically that, this is as long as we're here in this world it will always be something that um as long as the world appears the way it does and we and, and we're operating as if we're different separate people or as long as there's pain in our, in our experience then there's still healing to be done yes. so it's not like it's it can be checked off the list it is always going on and you know there's a lot of blind spots in our mind. And, and when I say I was humbled, it was because I didn't realize for me in my experience, how many still blind spots there are. Mm -hmm. And um, the willingness to be humble enough to say, you know, give it over to, to, for me, it's, you know, using the Course in Miracles is giving it over to spirit. For those who are not necessarily Course students, just giving it over to the universe, giving it over to God, whatever right. works. Was a return, right? Yeah, it's basically 
let me get out of the way and be shown. Um, and so that's what I feel right now. That's kind of what, what, what I'm going in deeper with. Right. Um, it's just, you know, it's just, you know, this, it just, you know, the unraveling continues and continues. And that's really the beauty of life here. And, and what the Course would teach is, you know, that's what this is for, is for forgiveness. Everything's for forgiveness. Yes. You know, um, if, if I get upset, it, it's, it's for forgiveness. If, uh, if uh, it's to teach me something, if I at any point think I'm at the effect of what's happening outside in perception, if I at any moment, think that I'm at the effect of it, then that's a signal to me that there's healing or a blind spot in my mind. So true. That's so true. I, 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 so, I, I resonate 100% with everything you just said. Like I, I said to you, I am not a, a student of the course. I have many dear friends that are teachers of the course, and I resonate with everything I hear from the course. I think for me, because actually it's funny you, you bring this up because I, I just had lunch a few weeks ago with a, a course student, a, a course teacher here locally where I live. Now I'm in the Poconos, not New York. <laughs> we're, we're, we're actually a bedroom community of New York City. Most of my neighbors work in New York. But uh, anyway, but um, I had a conversation and he actually brought up the same thing about being humble and and what I had shared with him for me I identify my body my 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 personality as Caroline for me is something I have like a car I, I ha I'm not my car but I have a car so I have an ego, I have a body, I have a personality, but I'm none of those things. They're a part of the whole of who I am, but I am none of those things. There's just something I have. And like you said, for this life experience, those things are going to pass away. But we know there is nothing but eternal life. The core of who I am is a part of source, a part of God that can never be separated, you know, and it's eternal. So I will leave this experience and have another experience and another and another and another. So that's the part of me, the core of me that I identify with. So that's why I understand what the, the humbleness, because like I said, I had a very similar conversation with another course um, student and teacher just a few weeks ago here and i said for me i i personally i do not identify with the lower me i identify with the higher me that knows all that is awake and what you said about the now everything happens in the now there is no past there is no future all there is is the now so you don't find enlightenment in the future you have you're either enlightened right now because that's that's all there is is the now so happiness, love, joy, peace, all those things exist in every now moment. It's just for us to be aware, for us to open our eyes and see that love, see that peace, see that joy in every moment. And for me, as far as the outer world, I know it's an illusion of my own creation. It is, it is um, a dream of my own creation. And I can only let the dream affect me if I allow it to. It's like, okay, that's a, yeah, I, I, but I understand these things that you spoke of, 
pain, hurts, you know, all these, anything that I refer to things as vibration. Everything is energy. Everything um, vibrates at a frequency. There's lower frequencies and there's higher frequency. I don't need, try to use the word bad or good or positive or negative anymore because it is all neutral. It's what we label it. Plus, things are there are things of a lower frequency that we probably don't want to experience. So to not experience things of a lower frequency, I try to keep myself resonating at a high frequency because things of a lower frequency cannot touch me if I'm resonating at a high frequency. So I always am thinking, but then not to place, there's no judgment on things of a lower frequency. You know, because you, it's all, we are all one with God. We are all divine. Some people are, I look at people that I say are not awake, like sleeping babies. I mean, what can you do with a sleeping baby but love it? You like, oh, it's so cute. He's cute, you know. He's sleeping. Oh, just love him. Just because love is the only thing that can transmute. And, and we do need all those things that are in our subconscious that are still painful from childhood or even painful from past lives. All those things have to come up. So we can transmute them with love. We can look at them and just embrace them with love so they can transmute. And then we can keep moving up. Our, our, our vibration can keep rising. Because until we deal with what we've kind of buried, or, you know, kind of pushed aside, you can't, you can't push it aside. You have to shine a light of love on all that you're going through. And then know that for me, I know I created it. It's my, anything I experienced, I created it. So my question is, okay, why did I create that? <laughs> you know? I'm like, yeah. That's how I deal with everything. Yes. But it's so, so true. So, so true. I love, I, the thing I love about this show, it gives me the opportunity to speak to people around the world that are awakening and are awake to the truth of who they are. Because once you're awake to the truth of who you are, it eliminates fear and, and, and pain and suffering because all that pain and suffering comes from, you know, the ego mind. <laughs> that's all. So when you know you are God and that's who you are, that's who I am, that's who everyone, when you know you are God, what does God have to fear? What does God have to be mad at, you know, angry at? You know, why? God doesn't judge. There is no judging. It's just all, it's all a part of God's creation. So it's all beautiful. So this is amazing. Yes, 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 yes. And I can't wait to get to Hawaii. I'm going to come to Hawaii soon. I've been saying my whole life, I've been wanting to go to Hawaii. So I will be there. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Oh, oh, thank you. I'll be knocking on your door. It's like, what's for dinner? <laughs> so now, please. Now you did. You told us how you um, you were searching for happiness, and you came across a, a course in miracles. So, how long ago was that? And tell us your your journey with that. Once you um, once the book fell into your lap. Um, when, well, when I first read the book or started to read the book, I was, I, I was actually quite disappointed because 
I could not understand anything that I was reading. I would read a page and not know what I just read. Okay. I wasn't <laughs> a fan of the Christian language. So the talk of, of Jesus and the Holy Spirit, I grew up Catholic. I, I didn't have great memories. And so I, w I was resistant to the uh, language. So I ended up putting it down and, and you hear a lot of these stories within the course community of, of this happening where people put the book down and don't read it and it ends up sitting around for a long time. And in my case, it sat around, I must have moved uh, residences once or twice and it came with me, Right. And read it. Eventually, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I think I, I heard Marianne Williamson speak and it inspired me to pick up the course again. And at the time, uh, Marianne Williamson was speaking in LA and I used to live in LA and I would go to the lectures. Okay. Mm -hmm. That would be helpful because now I can, <clears throat> I can hear her use the language in a way that resonated with me. So the, you know, when we reinterpret or we allow for a reinterpretation of these symbols of Holy Spirit, Jesus, um, and so forth, uh, we can look at it differently. And so for me, I began to then open up to this idea, oh, wait, maybe these Christian terms, um, I've just been looking at it the wrong way. And so mm -hmm. uh, at some point, I can't say when, things started to click and make sense. And then through the, the, the process of doing the workbook, Mm -hmm. um, at a certain point uh, in that process, I had a, a, an experience, um, a revelatory experience that the course talks about. <clears throat> and that's where it became clear to me that, um, you know, God is, God is, God is real. And, and, yes, and this, yes. This, this journey is not accidental. And so there was no need to convince me after that point. I mean, I, I was always... There was always a, a, a there was always a spark and a faith in me, right? But this was for me an experience um, that you know kind of uh, it's, it's kind of said you're on the right path. You know, it was a, an affirmation or a, not even an affirmation as much as a a sim, sim, symbol of being on the right path. Unknowing, mm -hmm. unknowing, yeah, yeah. I got you. I get you. Mm -hmm. And. Um, and that was it. And, and at that point, I knew that, you know, really, um, to the best of my ability, life would be devoted to deeper inquiry. And so I continued with the course. And that's how the course became a big part of my life experience. Um, it continues to be a part of my life experience, not in the same way. Uh -huh. um, there was a time in my life where I was very obsessed with it. I would listen to it in my car. I would read it when I get home, I, at night, in the morning, I carry index cards, I, I would watch YouTube videos. I mean, yes. I was just so obsessed. Um, and it was, it was um, really the inspiration just kind of keeping me in it. And, um, and then as, with, as the journey continues, right. and you start to realize um, that also the course is a stepping stone. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, for me, it's fun. I, I, I listen and it's so wonderful. Every guests I've had, and this is the 76th or 77th show, I'm not sure. So I've had 76 or 77 guests, and every one of them, I can identify with something. And, and when you talked about, I, I was sent to Catholic school from the time I was five to the time I was 10. 
And we never became Catholic, but uh, it's same thing with you. Now, the course, I was told about the course um, probably, uh, I, can't, I honestly, I can't remember if it was before my awakening to oneness or I think it might have been before. I was told about the course. I went to the library and checked it out, brought it home, had the exact same reaction you had, took it right back to, I don't even think I kept it a day. <laughs> First of all, the, the, the Christian language just didn't resonate with me because I remember in Catholic school, I had all these questions and nobody can answer. Well, first of all, I was brought up in the 60s and my father said, children are to be seen and not heard. So I had these questions and couldn't even ask these questions. So when I first, I'm like, um, no, it's not for me. So, but, so I've never, like I said, I, it didn't, but what woke me up was science, actually. It was, what woke me up to the truth of oneness was uh, quantum physics. I've been studying spirituality off and on for 20 or 30 years, but I was struggling because it was so different from what we're, the truth is so different from what we're taught and what we're raised with, what culture and society teaches us. So I um, struggled, you know, I said, I love what I'm reading, but I'm, I'm not getting it. I watched What the Bleed, a quantum physics, and watching that, Marian Williams, not Marian Williams, she has been, she has been my um, guest, but um, Lynn McTaggart said in What the Bleed, the biggest problem in the world is the illusion of separateness. Something woke up. I knew that statement she just said was true. After watching the entire um, film, I knew that all there is is God. There is nothing outside of God. All there is is God, and we're all unique, beautiful, hol holographic parts of God, meaning all that God is, we are. All that we are, God is. One of my favorite quotes is Rumi's quote. Um, you're not a drop in the ocean. You are the ocean in a drop. So all of that, and I got all of that understanding from one documentary, one film. It just inspired my awakening to the truth of oneness. And to me, the truth of oneness is very simple. All there is is God. And you and everyone, everything is a part of God. That's not complicated. <laughs> That's not complicated. But yes, I had the exact same reaction to A Course in Miracles. And I don't know, maybe that's why I haven't picked it up again. But it's all, it's all good. Like I said, I, I resonate with it and I, I love it. I love anything that can, can inspire you to go within. Because I believe everything on the outside, like books, teachers, anything on the out, lectures, even videos, documentaries, those things can inspire you to tap into the truth that is within you because it's about awakening. Not like we, we know it, we just temporarily have fell asleep and forgot who we are. So, <laughs> yes. And now you know Marianne Williamson is back over here. She's on the East Coast and she lectures every Tuesday night in New York. And I intend to go see her lecture one of these Tuesdays. Yes. 
<laughs> wow. Um, I enjoyed going to see Marianne um, when she was in LA. She's a great speaker. Yes. Oh, I definitely, I plan to do it this summer. Um, while I'm, you know, she's, uh, New York is an hour and a half from me. So I just have to get in the car and not drive into the city though. <laughs> Park my car in Jersey, take the train over to the city. Yes. So now how did you end up in Hawaii? Tell us about that. Um, well, you know, you just started talking about, um, you know, find, uh, you've mentioned the word inspiration. Um, and, uh, you know, you know, anything that inspires us, you know, is really a portal to um, coming into our truth. And so that's why a lot of teachings talk about, you know, following inspiration, following your bliss. And inspiration is really a function of, of spirit, of the Holy Spirit, of, of love. When we are inspired, we are, um, we become an expression of love. We're happy to do what we're doing when we are inspired. And so as we follow inspiration, what, what tends to happen is, um, you know, we'll have an inspiration for something and the mind will then start to think. And it'll say something like, well, you don't have time to do that, or you can't do that, or you're not good enough to do that, or that would be a waste of time, or, you know, it, it all of us, you know, you, you feel inspired and then all, you don't have enough money. All these thoughts and limitations will come to mind to block us from following inspiration. And so a lot of what the course is about is uh, following inspiration and trusting that voice. And so when I was in LA, you know, my husband and I, were thinking about you know what we wanted to do with our lives as far as you know I wasn't happy at work he wasn't happy at work we knew we wanted to kind of get out of LA and do something different and we were inspired by the mm -hmm. idea of you know he comes from a ranching family so he wanted to um, you know maybe have a ranch and I wanted to be in a place where I can you know devote time to silence and um, maybe have retreats and so forth and um, we basically followed the uh, the bread the breadcrumbs. You know? Right. Yes. You know, yes. Go on vacation and find this place. And like, hmm, I have a thought. And I feel inspired that maybe this is the place. Well, maybe not yet. Let's you know, let's check out the other places. Okay. Then we end up coming back to Hawaii, and again, you're just following where the inspiration is prompting you. You know, yes. of course, say that's the Holy Spirit's guidance. Yes. Um, and we are the Holy Spirit, so it's not like there's something else. It's, it's we are spirits, so it's really our own guidance. Yes. And um, that guidance, you know, led us to Hawaii, and, and it was it was clear, and, you know, I eventually left, left my work in, in um, L.A., and I, um, my partner Mike as well, and we found a place, and everything worked. You know, we had to sell our house in L.A., and um, it, we sold the house the the same day we put it up and wow. all the signs, yeah, everything <laughs> was like in place, perfect. Um, and so, yeah, and then so that we ended up here. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've been out here for about, we've owned the, the, the ranch for about four years. Um, we've had retreats out here. Um, I've had plenty of time to be alone and spend it on the ranch and be quiet. Um, 
And then on that note, also, you know, it's funny because, you know, a lot of times people say, oh, you know, you're in Hawaii, you're in paradise or whatever. <laughs> and I understand what they mean and, and yes. because it, it, symbolically, you know, paradise on earth, you know, Hawaii. Yes. Weather and the oceans and the waterfalls. I see beautiful waterfalls behind you. Oh, my um, goodness. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yes. I, 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 it's feng shui. Yeah. Sim one waterfalls um a symbol of abundance. Yes. Yes. Go. So I have waterfalls all over. Yes. <laughs> so coming to Hawaii, you know, you're coming to paradise, you come to, to the symbol of heaven, really. Yes. Heaven. Um, but what, what you learn quickly after being here is um heaven is in the mind. Yes. And so I true. That because um you know, although I'm here in, in, in Hawaii, the truth is, is my peace and happiness can't come from this place. It has to be from within. <clears throat> and that lesson has been driven home to me. Yes. Out here, I've had my own, uh, you know, challenges and demons that I've had to look at. Mm -hmm. and, and it's perfect because being here, um, has provided me that opportunity. I don't have the distractions that I once did in, in the city of LA, or I don't have the, the distractions that would otherwise, um, you know, uh, block the learning lesson. Yes. You know, being here, there are a lot of learning lessons that have come up. You know, when you're, you know, alone on a ranch or, you know, in a very uh, rural area, Yes. You can't blame traffic. You can't blame <laughs> other people if you have no other people around you. You know, you start to realize that the, 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 the attraction to uh, suffering continues. Right. The difference is, is you're, you know, you're getting mad at the trees and the animals, <laughs> you know, the weather and, and blah, blah, blah. So yes. It becomes a wonderful place. Hawaii, just as much as any place, becomes yes. a wonderful place to practice again forgiveness and, and, and self-inquiry and healing. Um, yes. So everything serves and Hawaii continues to serve as a means of, um, of healing. Oh, wow. Wow. That's, a, that's such a beautiful story. Um, I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in the beautiful Pocono Mountains. I don't know if you've ever been to the Poconos, but I've been here for 26 years and I was led here by spirit. It was told, I was not awake to oneness. I was not truly spiritually awake but i have to honestly say my entire life i have followed my spirit's guidance and i call um, holy spirit higher self both both have the same initials hs i so my higher self guidance before i knew to follow higher self guidance i was following and higher self definitely led me here 26 years ago and and I feel this is exactly where spirit wants me to be. Um, I have an, a vision. Um, my son transitioned about two and a half years ago, and I founded a nonprofit foundation called the Kyle Foundation. And, and the Kyle Foundation is going to um, create a community center. Kyle stands for Keep Your Light Expanding. So I used his name and turned those initials into an acronym. And 
that the Kyle Center will be a oneness community center here in the Poconos. And I, Spirit is, like you said, inspiration. All of this is inspiration. And the same night Spirit told me to start this podcast, which at the time I didn't even know what a podcast was. <laughs> but the same night Spirit woke me up in the middle of the night, just do it. That's what Spirit said. And Spirit said, start the foundation. Do the radio show. Just do it. And that was two, about two years ago, a little over two years ago. So um, I've been, ever since that night, it was January 7th of 2015, when Spirit woke me up and told me, just do it. I've been, that's how I've been living my life. Spirit tells me to do something, I do it. I have no idea how it's going to unfold, but things unfold just perfectly. When you just follow spirit, follow the inspiration, don't allow the mind. Because I would say, I don't know how to do that. I don't have money to do Don't allow the mind, because that's what the mind will do. You, you, you're not good enough. You don't have enough money. You don't have enough resources. That's what the mind does. That's what the ego mind does. And all I have to, I just say, shut up to the ego mind. I love you, but shut up. You, know? <laughs> you have your place, but your place is not to guide my steps. Spirit is to guide my steps, not, not my ego mind. So, so that's what I said. I, I have nothing but love for the ego, but I just don't let, I just don't let it guide my steps. Yes. <laughs> so wonderful. So now I know where to go when I get to Hawaii. <laughs> Wonderful. This, you know, it's just amazing. It really is. I, all, all, even, even this past Mother's Day. Mother's Day was a few days ago. I was in. I've had listeners write me and say, Caroline, you should write a book. And my response to them has been, Well, it'll come. You know, I'll. I enjoy writing. I've been told I'm pretty good at writing. Um, but doing all that I'm doing with the show and the foundation and, and I work with humanities team, it's so much I'm doing that I'm like, okay, you know, the perfect time for writing the book will come. That came this past Sunday, Mother's Day. I was inspired to start my book and I did. I started it on Mother's Day. Yeah. So, yeah, it's all inspiration. So I wait when inspired, when spirit says do it, and you, we all know it because people will say, "Well, I don't know what to do." If you really quiet your mind and listen, silence the mind and listen within, spirit is always guiding. In every now moment, our higher self, spirit, God, whatever name you want to label, the universe, whatever name you want to label, is guiding you in every now moment. All we have to do is really. Close our eyes, open our heart, open our mind, and listen. Yes. <laughs> so that's great. So now I know where to go <laughs> when I get there. Because <laughs> I do want to get there soon, very, very soon. Yes, yes. I am so excited. This is so great. So now I know that you're teaching and you have a show of your own. Please share with our listeners all the things, all the different things you're doing. Yeah. Um, well, you know, it's interesting because I've been doing these uh, YouTube videos uh, recapping some of the workbook lessons. Mm -hmm. But, you know, one of the things that I found that was happening in my experience is um, 
and you, and you started to talk about it a little bit about how you know we can get very busy in a lot of things. So I started this YouTube re doing uh, reviews of the course lessons. But what I found was, is there will be times where I don't want to do it. Okay. Not because there's anything wrong with it, but because it just wasn't inspired. I got and so you. I, and, 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 and that was happening also with writing. Like I felt compelled to have to write a blog every week or whatever. Um, or even with quotes on my Facebook page, I would put A Course in Miracles quotes. And there's, it's not to say that there was anything wrong with it, not to say that I won't do it again. What I am saying is um, I've also, within the last couple of months, um, have allowed myself not to do anything. Yeah. Yes. And look at the thoughts that sometimes come up because, they, you know, like, oh, my God, you know, people are expecting you to do it or, um, you know, you're, you're going to lose, you're going to lose viewership. <laughs> You won't get as many likes, <laughs> or, you know, and, and, and then, you know, you, you, people will send the me sweet messages and, and yes. uh, you know, when, when are you doing this or when, you, and it's great. So to answer your question right now, I've been very spontaneous. So I okay. just do it when um, I'm inspired to, but there's a lot of stuff that I have on YouTube, um, mm -hmm. a movie. I, I made a documentary. Yes, please share, share about that. Cause I did, I saw that. Go ahead. Share about right. your documentary. Basically, when I was coming into the course and um, I, I, you know, I just got to a point where it's just I, I wanted to speak to anyone who would talk to me who had walked down this path with the course. So there were a few course teachers that I had come to learn about on YouTube and social media that I, I needed to meet. Um, right. And I had read Gary Renard's book, The Disappearance of the Universe. And I wanted to meet and I thought, well, how do I meet all these teachers? And I thought, well, making a documentary would be a good excuse to interview all of them. Right. So I did. I, I picked up a camera and I, I ended up touring um, and traveling to meet um, different course teachers that I had, uh, you know, found through the Internet and so forth. And uh, they were really a, a, a beautiful um, joining because mm -hmm. they were really, you know, coming to, to, to help me. Right. Help me understand the course. Help me accelerate my, um, you know, my understanding, if you will. Um, and uh, so the story is about my travels with interviewing these teachers, and then simultaneously, I was dealing with what I what I wanted to do um, in regards to move to Hawaii. Okay. So here. You, here I am is, you know, having this inspiration to move to Hawaii, but kind of not sure of how it was going to work, a little fearful, um, and then getting all these spiritual teachings. Right. And so what you see in the documentary is really the character of Craig kind of coming into his own uh, interpretation of the course and taking his own steps mm -hmm. um, to following inspiration and, and following um, guidance. Yes. And the name share with our listeners, the name of the documentary? Sure. It's called A Course in Miracles, Enlightenment or Bus, because it was really a search for enlightenment. Okay. And they can go to acimdocumentary.com or my website to get more information about it. Awesome. Awesome. Very much. Thank you. And I did share that ebook on you from your site. I shared it on awesome. the, the pay on my site with everyone. So they have your ebook as well. Yes, but I, I understand exactly what you mean about getting busy and then not 
feeling inspired. I because last year, 2016, I got really really busy, and I I have I kept hearing spirit say to me balance, meaning I I was focusing on in on one area of my life but not other areas of my life, and all last year I could hear spirit telling me stay balanced, stay balanced, stay balanced, and I kind of ignored spirit about staying balanced. And But this year, starting 2017, I went back into being balanced. I started eating healthier. I started working out daily. I started, you know, taking more time for me. Because I you, you talk about the, the um, you were saying about, you know, not feeling inspired, but sometimes it's, sometimes it's, just be making sure that we're being first. Meaning, be make sure that you're in alignment with your higher self before the action. So no matter how much we have to do, don't take a step at the doing before being. So that's what I've really grounded myself in this year. And so, and I've gone offline dark all weekend. Like people can't get a hold of me on a Saturday or a Sunday. You know, it's like no. So weekends I think I'm gonna take for me I'll go to the woods I'll go to the lake I'll meditate you know because I know it's all it's not about the doing it really isn't in this society it's all about do 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 when it's not it's about be be first and then your actions will be inspired so when you work from inspired action is so much more precious and so much more valuable than just the doing. So, yes. Yeah, yeah. That is so true, so true. But um, like I said, with the book, I knew one day I would write a book, but I didn't know when. But Spirit woke me up uh, Mother's Day and said, it's time. <laughs> and so it's like, okay. I'm not arguing. I'm to the point in my life, I don't argue with Spirit at all. And, and when Spirit... You know it when it's telling you to do something. And I, oh, I've done, a lot of times, most of the times, I don't know why or how it's going to turn out. But I just do it. And that's another thing that blocks most, most people. Because if spirit, they, they know spirit is saying, do this. But they're, they're like, but how is this going to work out? They want to know the how is this going to work out before they take the first step. But spirit is not going to show you the next step until you take the first step. So, yes. So right now, so right now you're at a place in your life where you're just going with the flow, which is great, which is amazing. So yeah, and it's funny you were saying about the numbers. I don't, half the time, I don't even look at how many people have watched my shows, have listened, because it, it, what happens is now when I do like a video, um, podcast like this one, I'll take the YouTube, the video, upload it to YouTube, and I'll take the audio and upload it to Block Talk Radio so people can listen or watch. They have their option. And I don't, so there's numbers on both, you know, Block Talk Radio, there's numbers on YouTube. Half the time I don't look, and I think a few months ago, I just said, let me take a peek. And I was like, really surprised at the numbers. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> I kind of, it reminds me of, um, Oh, who was that actress at the Oscar? 
and she won an award. She won an Oscar, and she was like, "They like me." <laughs> I was, yeah, Sally, Sally Fields was, yeah. So it's almost like that when I did look at the numbers, and then I get some wonderful emails from all over the world, and and all of that is just because I said if I can inspire one person to just go within, because I don't call myself a teacher. I I just my goal is to inspire a person to just go within and tap into that truth with, within them and live their truth whatever that truth is it doesn't have to be my truth they don't you know it, it's their truth and it can only be found within so, <laughs> so okay so you don't have any um nothing coming up as far as your teaching schedule or Anything of that nature? Well, um, in three weeks, I think June 4th, I'm giving a talk here at the uh, uh, New Thought Church in Hawaii. So if anybody's listening to this and who's on the big island of Hawaii, okay, uh, I'll be there June 4th. And then um, next year, the information is not yet uh, confirmed, um, but we are look. well, there's two things, actually. Thank you for reminding me. Okay. Um, I'll be... I'll be San Francisco for the uh, Course in Miracles conference in February of next year. Okay. Um, and that'll be a lot of fun because that'll be uh, a lot of course uh, students and teachers. Um, I think there are about, I don't know, 20 or something presentations, maybe more. Um, okay. Yeah, you know, most of the uh, course teachers who are, are, are active in the course community will be there. So um, it's great for people who are new to the course. They get to meet all these different teachers and kind of see, you know, who resonates and what teaching resonates with them. And um, I know for me, it's been helpful when, when I've gone. So I'll be there and I'll be presenting with Corinne Zupko. We also have miraclesshare.org, which is a um, social uh, website for students and teachers, teachers of A Course in Miracles. Okay. Um, to share. And that is miraclesshare.org. It's a nonprofit. Um, organization that helps extend the teachings of A Course in Miracles. Mm -hmm. um, and then what I was started off saying was it's not confirmed yet, but we are in the process of planning a uh, another happy dream retreat. We did one in LA. Okay. Um, this time we're thinking about doing it in Hawaii. So stay tuned for my, uh, on my website, it'll definitely go up there when it is confirmed. But we're looking to do a retreat um, out here in Hawaii. Oh, I, I will, I'll definitely keep an eye out for that. And, and because, well, now, okay, I think I haven't shared with my listeners what I've been up to. And I think I, I'm going to share. <laughs> and this all started, again, it's spirit, spirit guiding me. Um, March of this year, for March, the 1st of March this year, spirit said, it's time to do more. Spirit says it's time to start hosting live events. From that inspiration, and when Spirit told me to do this, I had no idea how it was going to unfold. And it is unfolding beautiful. In two months, this has all come together. We'll be, we'll be launching a new website this week. Um, there's now an alliance. It's a global oneness alliance that is formed called Uni Universal Oneness Alliance. It's so new, I got gotta remember the name, but it's an organization that is coming together with myself, Awake to Oneness Radio, Unity, Universal Unity, and Awaken to Our Truth. 
These are the three organizations that are coming together to host our first live event in Victoria, Canada on September 3rd. We have the venue, so it's set. And we will be launching our website. And the wonderful thing about this event, it's a small venue. We can seat about 200 people. And it's going to be in Victoria, Canada, which is great because that's close to Seattle. So we're, you know, people from the States can, can come join us live. But we're also going to live stream this event. So if you can't make it to Victoria, Canada, we are live streaming this event. And I was kind of waiting till we actually launched the website before I shared this. But I just, I'm inspired now to share it with my listeners. And the maybe, matter of fact, by the time this show airs, the website should be launched. So it's good to share it now. <laughs> We're pre-recording. So this is not live. We're pre-recording. So by the time this show will launch, um, air on Friday night, by Friday afternoon, the website should be launched. So, yes. <laughs> so remember, Universal Oneness Alliance. So. So I just, I felt bold enough to share that now. <laughs> but it's, I, I said, it's just, it's spirit. It's just spirit is doing all of this. This was not me at all. I just followed, took the first step and spirit did everything else. Brought all the three of us, the three organizations together. Everything that, I know nothing about Victoria, Canada. How am I planning an event in Victoria, Canada? I'm like, to spirit, how? Just do it. And that's like, okay. <laughs> I don't argue anymore. And it's it's all it's all coming together so beautifully that you know when things come together so beautifully like that, you know it's spirit. So the only thing to do is get out the way and let spirit do it. <laughs> get let get the ego mind out of the way and let spirit do it. So thank, this has been so, so wonderful. Please share again with our listeners how they can find you, your, your website, so they can look you up and find you and follow you. And I'm going to try to get to Hawaii to that retreat. <laughs> yeah, um, certainly um, Facebook is a great way to connect with me, uh, uh, Craig Villarubia. My website, craigvillarubia.com. Um, I've been having fun with Instagram. You can follow me there. Um, but uh, the website would probably be the best place to uh, connect and find out what I'm doing. CraigVillarubia.com. Thank you. Thank you so much. This has been a beautiful, beautiful time. Thank, thank you, you, Craig. And I, too, I do. Thank you for doing what you do and extending the joy. And um, I feel your inspiration and I'm with you. And um, just want to say thank you. A lot of gratitude. Uh -huh. Well, thank you. And I look forward to getting to Hawaii just to give you a big hug. Yeah. <laughs> that would be fun. That would be fun. Well, thank you so much. Much, much love. And you enjoy the rest of the week. And... Namaste, namaste.